Hey guys, welcome back uh, to the encounter uh, by us, Redeemed LA. Um, today we have Deb, like always, and today we have Genesis. Um, and today we're going to speak about um, brothers, our brothers keeper. You know, and I think this, I think this, how I feel like this, uh, this episode, I think is very, uh, you know, edifying because we see that the first person um, that even brings up this word, uh, the the brothers keeper, is actually um, what's his name, uh, Cain, okay. right? And, and <clears throat> You might wonder, you know, Danny, why are you bringing up Cain in the Christian podcast? You know, he's bad, but he's very important because the Lord asks Cain and he says to Cain, where is your brother? And I'm reading Genesis 4, 9. And it says, uh, the Lord said to Cain, where is your Abel? Where's Abel, your brother? And he said, I don't know. Am I my brother's keeper? That's what he asked. And the Lord said, what have you done? The voice of your, bro- the voice of your brother uh, the voice of your brother's uh, the voice of your brother's blood is crying to me from the ground. So as we know, Cain killed Abel. And, and what I love about uh, not, not not I don't like anything about this um, death. But what I love about it is that God um, almost sees us as our brother's keeper, uh, whether we want to be or not. I feel like He keeps us. Um, how do I say this? Uh, how do I say that? Like uh, he keeps us um, accountable. Accountable for our brothers and sisters. So, uh, with that said, we can see that. Um, and if you read honestly, if you read almost the, the new the New Testament, it can see how to treat your brothers. For example, it says in Matthew five twenty two says it says, "But I say to you that everyone who is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment." So that's one. Whoever insults his brother will be liable to the council, and whoever says "you fool." Will be liable to the hell of fire. So he he he's saying all these. He Jesus is saying these things as to tell us how to treat our brother. And you know what's the craziest part? That Jesus comes down. He becomes man. He is fully man and fully God at the same time. And he he comes and he changes the ten commandments and he gives us one. And uh, that one that one commandment is so beautiful because it goes perfectly with this, right? It says, uh, the, uh, Jesus says, I'll give you one commandment. It says, love each other like, uh, no, love your neighbor like you love yourself. And honestly, that is the brother's keeper. Your brother must be loved like you love yourself. You have something to say? Uh, yeah, I was just going to say that um, uh, it's important to mention, right, that like Cain's murder was physical, but we could also murder somebody spiritually. Yes. Um, the Bible says in Proverbs eighteen twenty one that death and life are in the power of the tongue. Um, and the words that we speak are not always, like I'm not saying that we always have to be positive and uplifting and we can never have a bad day. Um, but I think even the fool can pass as a wise man when he's quiet. So uh, I guess this goes back to like what moms always say, right? If you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. Um, and you know, there's some people that say like, I just want to see the truth. But even uh, truth becomes a disservice when you say it. Uh, roughly you know it, right. it it does no good so i think it's important that we also realize that what we could be doing is maybe we're not murdering anyone you know like flesh and like uh, stabbing them violently but we could be uh, murdering them with our words maybe it's somebody who's struggling with their sin and instead of helping them out we're um condemning them uh instead of telling them that the the grace and mercy of jesus is open to them and that uh we invite them to come and change what we're doing is condemning them and this is not to say that we're saying like yes high five on your sins that's not what i'm saying at all uh so it's not misunderstood but i'm just saying um it's important to see both ways also don't go killing anybody you know um just in case you guys were confused on that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have a, i have a verse here it's uh proverbs 13 3 and it says um Whoever guards his mouth preserves his life, and he who opens it 
wide his uh, he who opens it wide his lip his lips comes through and let me read a little bit uh easier version so i don't um you know i don't you know do this it says people who are careful about what they say will save their lives but those who speak without thinking will be destroyed so as just what this is what i'm trying to tell you what, what you said right like it's not just about helping your 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 your, your brother with all the truth right but it's but it's to actually constructively helping them there's also a verse in the bible that i had it right here uh hopefully it comes out quickly because of course just like me it says um do not do not judge your brother's uh speck in his eye um i have it right here it's matthew 7 3 right it says yeah it says yeah. 3 it says uh why do you see the speck that is in your brother's eye but do not notice the log that it's in your eye. So yeah. I, I think we have to understand, and uh, and I'll give you your right now. I'll give you some time to talk. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Um, I was gonna tell you that that I guess it's not to to judge our brother, but I guess to help him more like it, right? It's not only about oh my god, you're wearing that wrong. It's more of like a, you know, you know what I've learned in my in my young thirty years old of age is that not everything is supposed to be fixed in one day, and I now I understand that yeah. phrase that says. Um, Rome wasn't built in one day because Rome was beautiful. For example, we we just went to New York, right? Do you think New York was built in one day? No, no. centuries for it to take. You know, all the subway systems, all the bus systems. So, I, when I see a mistake on on, on one of my brothers or, or sisters, I don't have to go and be like, "Oh, you're doing this wrong." But instead, be like, "Hold on, let them catch on by themselves." And if they if they don't catch on, then I guess I'll kind of just you know call them apart and be like, "Hey." We should do this and this and that. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, I was going to say that's why it's so important, one, to be like, I guess, in one one mind together. Because a true friend like or a true brother in Christ is not going to see you fall and then like say nothing about it. Like, okay, like, you know what? He's on his own. Like, he, he's got him by himself. Um, a true brother is going to come and he's like, oh, do you need help? But we also have to be careful not to fall in the same hole as him. Which is why we have the ministry, someone who's above us to help us. Um because in the Bible, it also says in First Peter three eight, uh, finally all of you, you all have, sorry, finally all of you have unity, mind, sympathy, brotherly love, a tender heart, and a humble mind. So sometimes when we see our brother's heart, sometimes we're I guess we're too prideful, and sometimes all we need is a humble heart because God sees you know the humble clothes, and I think sometimes when it comes to brotherly love. Um, instead of, I guess, growing together, we tend to leave our brother behind. If that makes sense, which is why brotherly love is so important because not only you are picking yourself up, but you're also with, uh, you're bringing others with you up. Yeah. Honestly, what you said was beautiful, right? Because uh, honestly, this is so hard, right? Because yep. if you have siblings, you understand one thing. Yep. You do not see them with a tender heart. Right, you almost, you almost, yeah, you just looked at your sister, right? But I was gonna tell you that you yeah. almost see him like even with the harder heart, right? Yeah. And you don't see him with the humble heart, right? You see him like, oh, I'm gonna be better than him, right? Oh, yeah. Which, which, I think all is part of just being a human. But I'm seeing that, and this verse that you say that he says that the way we get too close to a to a brother or sister, it says with a tender heart. And honestly, we lack that very much because you a do. tender heart. What is it? A tender heart is like a soft. Oh, like for example, you were just you were just we were talking about some problems that we were having, and I said like these this doesn't give me any tenderness like at all. Like I don't feel bad because we have problems because that's just part of life. Yeah. But maybe I should maybe I should be a little bit more <laughs> tender. Right? <laughs> I was gonna tell you that um, Philippians two says, "Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humility 
consider others better than yourselves. Each of you should look not only to your own interests, but also the interests of others. Mm-hmm. And I, I love this one because it's so hard to consider other people more than you, right? Uh, we're always like in this race to be better than everyone else, right? Even in the in the things of um, church, you know, sometimes you have to catch yourself like trying to compete or like, no, I don't want this person to be better than me. But then you have to realize that who are you doing it for? For yourself or for the glory of God? If someone can praise God better than you, learn from them. I agree. You know, it's, go. I just read something on Twitter, though, which is really good. It says, "It says, um, it says, blessings to all the worshipers, except to the people that that wish you that that God blesses, uh, God uses you." More than others. More, no, no, no. It says, it says, uh, it says, except to those people that wish wish that God uses you, but not more than them. Oh yeah. And I was like, but I'll be honest. I'll be honest. Like I was like. I didn't even know that was a thing, to be honest. Yeah. I'll be honest, like when I say God use you, I never say, but never, never more than me. Never more than me. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like, dude, God use you because I know that if God uses you, he's going to use me. And if we all get used together, then there's like a like, beautiful, that's why honestly, synergy. It's right? because if we all believed we really were part of one body, it's not like you're ever sad that one of your legs, like you go to the gym and one of your legs got toned. You're not like, oh my God, no. Your arm is not like beating it up at night. You know, like I can't believe you're toned before me. No, of course not. You're happy about this. The one body is happy when the rest of the body is happy. Yeah, not only that, but now you also learn how to how to serve together. So now I'm not only going to be serving myself because, oh, I'm, I'm better than this, but we start serving each other just as Ephesians 5.21. It says, be willing to serve each other out of respect for Christ because if Jesus came to serve, why, why can't we serve our brothers and sisters, you know? And the greatest one among thee is the one who serves. That's, exactly. That's what Jesus yeah. said to the yeah. apostles, right? Yeah, and, it was beautiful. You know, I was thinking about the story of, of Joseph. Um you know how his uh, brothers uh, sold him, but his brothers were in unity in this. His brothers literally were like, "Let's yeah. just, you know, kill Joseph." And then uh, I believe it's the oldest one that said, "No, no, guys, let's not kill him. Let's just leave him in this hole and sell him to these people." Right? Yeah. Um, but what I was gonna say is like sometimes uh, also we have to check our attitudes, right? Because Joseph, honestly, when we read the Bible the first time, we're like, "Oh, Joseph was so cool." But if you really put yourself in the brother's shoes, Joseph was very annoying. Like imagine one of your brothers always saying, "Like I'm better than you. I'm gonna be above you. You guys are gonna bow down to me." And being the dad's favorite on top of that, that would be super difficult. I want to punch you in the face. And Danny's it, my brother, so and, 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 and yeah, and his dad actually tells him that. I, Isaac actually tells him that. Yeah, he like, tells calm him. Down, right? He tells him. He's like when he says the dream, he says, "Oh, everybody should be bowing down to me." He goes, "Do you suppose that me and your mother should bow down too?" And they were supposed to be bowing down to him. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not. It's not that what he was saying was wrong, because at the end of the day, who ended up feeding him? Yeah, Joseph. But but the point is, in that moment, he should have let Isaac, uh, his father, guide him. But instead, just like you said, right, he ended up becoming so so annoying and so hateful yeah. that that he was. And you, you know what? That's not even the only one. The only part. It says that when he started working, what he would do is. It's crazy because this is part of a uh, mayordomia. It says that he would go out and he would come tell bad things about what his brothers did in the. He snitch. And he would snitch. Yeah. yeah. So he would snitch. So listen to this. So, uh, in part of our doctrine, it says that instead of instead of um, instead of Joseph understanding that the reason why he his dad sent him with his brothers is was to become a leader, he tried to keep them under captivity. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And I was looking. I was like. Oh my God! Does that sound very familiar? <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. And you know, Danny, I think it's good to see it on both times because maybe yeah. sometimes we're um, uh, taken like uh, or seen as outcast 
by our brothers, right? And what it tends to do is it tends to kill our ministry or kill our purpose in God, right? We're like, oh, nobody in the, the church doesn't love me, so I cannot follow Christ anymore. Instead of being like Joseph, who honestly had a rough time, not just with his brothers. Uh, he, everywhere. Yeah, wow. everywhere until he learned his lesson, right? But what I really love about the story of Joseph is that when he finally uh, reveals to his brothers who he is, his brothers are like crying, right? Like, we're sorry, right? And he tells them like, hey, no, like I understand now. That this was not about you or about me. This was God's purpose so that I could be your keeper. And I think that's so... Well, he doesn't really say keeper, but he says so that I could take care of you. Yeah. But, but that's a keeper. Right? Yeah, exactly. So yeah. Uh, when your brothers are bad keepers to you... Do not pay them back with the same dime. Even though he tr he, he was yeah. about to, right? He tried because he when the spirit of the Lord is in you, Danny, yeah. the bad things that you want to do, they ha something in you is like convicting you. Like, stop, stop. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, little yeah. ambulance is uh, going off. So um, that's what happened, right? And he ends up being the keeper that his brother should have been to him because he was the baby, yeah. right? Yeah, that's crazy. But what a great glory. You know, which I think is awesome. This connects yesterday to your preaching después de la gloria. Oh, yeah. We, we could see like how Joseph, like even through everything that happened, uh, I, I wrote it in Spanish, I didn't translate it, but uh, he was puesto sobre tus hermanos. So ser puesto de sobre tus hermanos. So I was just like, oh, it's exactly what Danny said yesterday after the glory. And you know what? After his glory, we could see the glory being the fact that he, he revealed himself to his brothers, right? Yeah. Like, oh, here, I, I'm going to feed you now. And he was tempted because he sure. was... He was like, go bring me your smaller brother, right? And he, oh no, he kept the brother, right? Yeah. I just, I just imagine this, just so you guys, so you can clear this up a little bit, right? Like, let's just say he would have, he would have had revenge, right? Ooh. Who was that the only, he was the only, who was the only person that was above him? Pharaoh. Pharaoh. Right. He says it. He gives him a ring. He calls yeah. him the savior of the world. Right? You know, I love saying that because honestly, that he represents Jesus in so many ways. But that's not the point. The, the, <laughs> the point is that that he goes. Let's just say he had revenge. And Pharaoh hadn't heard about it. Well, well, what would have you said? Would have you been happy? He would have said, wait, hold on. You're willing to feed outsiders, but you, your own people you don't feed? You don't deserve to be here where I am. Sure. But that, that's all like a, a like a skeptical. But what he said, well, he understood what you what you were saying. He said, no, 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 I'm up here not to put my other brothers down, but to pick them up. And honestly, yeah, he ended up keeping his. If I'm not wrong, he ended up keeping his younger Benjamin. brother. Benjamin. Yeah, Benjamin. Yeah. No, he didn't keep him. He, he asked, asked him to him bring him, bring him. Yeah. with his father. And when he saw his, yeah. and then they're like, "All right, he broke." He was like, "That's it. Yeah. I can't." Yeah. That's and, when the devil tempted. Him. That's what she was saying yeah. after your glory. Like, yeah. well, you preach after the glory. You know, he, he, he was tempted, but thankfully, yeah. it's because he didn't have to. I, I think the, the temptation is not the sin. I think the the sin that comes out when we when we carry out the, the thought. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I'm not, not going to lie. Like, sometimes, I, 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 not, not a lot of times, but a few times in my life, I go back and I'm like, oh, man, I, why do I feel this way? Like, I feel like I don't like this feeling of, like, somebody getting more than I do. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, you do. You do have it. But the fact of carrying out that thought is, I think, what God despises because temptation will come. But like the Bible says, right? There's do you will not have a temptation that will be stronger than what you can uh, withhold. So so and, and the Bible even says that he will um uh he will be your exit in every way. What well, that's not the point. The point is that that being your brother's keeper is to love him despite them hating you. You know what Danny, I think it's what you were saying is so important because we do all have these feelings. But talk to your soul. Because it's your soul that's out of control. And sometimes I feel like we're shy. 
But I feel like me and my soul now have like such like a um, uh, crazy relationship. Sometimes I'm, I'm yelling like at it. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes I'm like, all right, you're doing a good job, but don't get excited. But regardless, I'm, I have to be constantly talking to my soul. You know, there's even people who say like, oh, what if I just don't feel like, you know, worshiping God? Like, welcome to the club. You don't just wake up every day and say, oh, yeah, today's a great day to worship God. But you do it anyway, not because of how you feel, but because of who God is. And he deserves worship and he deserves praise and glory and honor and everything else. It's awesome. Yeah. And the perfect example that we see who does that is David. Like through everything, he's always talking to himself, and which is why he had a heart just like God. Because no matter what, like, like for example, when, when his son died, like he didn't just, oh, depressing mode. I'm going to go, I don't know what do you say, but I'm going to go eat grapes and like, you know, stay there. Like depression. baby, <laughs> depression. But no, <laughs> but no, he talked to Saul and he worshiped. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's just something that we need to like, like tell our soul, like, no. And I forgot what Bible verse, but it says, oh, um, mm-hmm. bless the Lord, all my soul. Psalms 103. Psalms 103. Yeah, 103. Yeah. That that's, one. That's, is, and that's how you're supposed to, look, I always tell people, the, the two people, the top two people you're supposed to be talking the only way I should be catching talking to yourself is when you're <laughs> when you're speaking to the Holy Spirit, number one, yeah. and number two, to your soul. If you don't have any communication with any of those two, bro, you're disconnected. Like, number one, with the Holy Spirit, I feel like I don't know why you wouldn't speak to him because that's like your homie G. Yeah, you know, like that's your homie. <laughs> yeah. And then and then the other one is like your, your, your soul. Like, bro, I feel like doing a lot of things, bro. But I, I don't do them. I say, hey, hey, oh, oh, oh. oh. Like the other one, you're like, nope, no, 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 come on, you know, really back in, and that's why I'm telling you guys, like, being a brother's keeper, like, for example, like, for example, somebody, somebody comes into your life, uh, Genesis, right, and they do something wrong to you, right? Let's just say your your friend, your sister, that she's right here, she didn't help you out, right? Then something bad is gonna happen to her, and what you're gonna say, oh, because she didn't help me, I'm not gonna help her either. That's your soul speaking to you, saying, hey, let it happen to her, but listen to this. When you don't let it happen to her, because what happens to her, she starts feeling like, man, but I let it happen to her. And yeah. then it will inspire her to become a better brother's keeper. That's, That's right. the only way to actually do it right. And, and I want to read Matthew uh, twelve fifty because honestly, this is the, the one that honestly I loved. And it says, for whoever does the will of my father in the heavens is my brother's and my sister and my mother. So, if you consider yourself a, uh, if you consider yourself the brother of Christ, you have to do what the father the, the will of the father. And that's what and that's what I'm saying. Like the father never came to uh he never he never came to um to take away the law. He never he, he just came to make it better. Fulfill uh, it, yeah. Fulfilled the te- the the, well, the Old law. Testament and the law. And, and I just wanted to say that because honestly, Jesus as a brother, like even if you see his life, like for example, if he, for example, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you guys a story, which honestly I find it, I find Jesus so like I don't know, man. He's he was out of this world, but yet he was in this world, right? He says that he comes into into this uh, into Jerusalem, right? And there's this tax collector, and then he tells Jesus and P- and and Peter, he tells them both, he goes, "Oh, does the Son of Man not pay uh, not pay taxes? Imagine this rude guy, right?" Tax collector, right? He tells them this. And then Peter looks at him. He goes, look, let's go. He goes to his house and he goes, he, he tells him, he was like, I have a question. Is tax, this is Jesus speaking to Peter, is the tax for the foreigners that come or for the king's prince, son? And he says, well, for the foreigners. So I, he'll, he, in other words, he says, so I shouldn't be paying tax in my kingdom, Cause who you who who was he? He was God, yeah. the prince, the the prince of Jerusalem. Yeah. And yet, but he said, 
go get a fish and when you open his mouth you'll find a cone uh, a, a, a cone a coin a, co- a cone <laughs> I just said an ice cream cone maybe that's why it is right and you'll find a coin listen to this pay for me and pay for yourself Look how good of a brother's keeper he was. He was an oh, I owe, so let me pay for what I did. No, I'll pay for me, and I'll and pay for you. Wow, amen. That's so beautiful. What? what? Bro, symbolism, because Jesus still pays for us. And yeah, and, and, so imagine, <laughs> not only did he know that he was going to die for him, but he says, oh, they want to char- charge my tax? Perfect. I'll pay yours and mine. That's what I'm saying, that he was never... I was just going to say that even when they were praying, you know, and Jesus tells them, like, hey, pray with me, and he's the only one that ends up praying, and he gets mad at them, like, what are you guys doing? But still, when they were weak, Jesus carried it for them. He didn't say, like, oh, let me just go to sleep with them, too. No, he's always the brother's keeper. Wow, beautiful. Honestly, that's, that's crazy, right? Though you said, right? That he would carry the prayer for them, and when he needed prayer, they all fell asleep. Yes! Oh, my God. And they were terrified. He didn't care. Yeah, and he, and he, when, he was, when he was scared and crying and sweating bullets that he was going to die soon, what are all the people, what are all the... Literally, Danny, you said sweating bullets, but just sweating blood. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what it says. I'm sorry. But, but bullets, but, so, just go, I understood it, what you were saying. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I just yeah. think, I think bullets is great, but I'm just saying, like, blood is so, like, intense, yeah. you know? It just sounds Imagine. Like, yeah. And then he, he turns around. And just, honestly, I want to I I portray this to you guys. Let's just say we're five of us in this room, right? And I say, hey, guys, I need some prayer. And we all go, bro, and I have an intense prayer in my corner over there. Bro, I'm literally coming out. You know when you pray and you're sweating, you're crying, there's mocos everywhere, bro. Literally, bro, those prayers are you like, I need. I turn around, you're with the cobija chewing on it. Arlene is sleeping. My sister's like, oh, how you done? And Joab just completely knocked out. And I turn around and I'm like, were you supposed to be my brother's keepers? Yeah. <laughs> Were you? And you know what he did? He still went out and he still died for them. Yeah. Seriously, there Dude, I would have been so pissed. Bro. I would have yeah. been like, Father, I will die for all of them except these. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is my human thoughts, but Jesus yeah. is so kind and he's such a good example. Like, we can't complain about anything he tells us to do because yeah. he did everything even more than anyone could ever think of. That's right. Yeah. That's what he said. That's why, honestly, that's why. I'm telling you, that's why the Bible says that he was he was he was acquainted with every temptation, and honestly, now we understand, right? Because yeah. when, we, when we even when we speak about brothers, you know, he was a great brother, and they were horrible brothers yeah. to them. Even we can just put it as Judas. Judas sold them out for yeah. forty pieces of silver when he gave them everything, yeah. dude. Uh, like if you think about it, for example. I wonder, did Jesus not know that he 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 was a thief? Of course he knew, and yet what did he do? I'm gonna put you in charge of the finances. <laughs> and I look at him and I'm like, God, but it's you know it's money. That's why I say it, right? It's money, God. Like what what are we gonna do? And I imagine him saying like, Let him be. Maybe he'll change while having the finances. He comes and preaches to five thousand people. And he doesn't look to Judas. Hey, Judas, where's the money? No, no. no. Hey, God, there's no money. I'm sorry. So where's all the offerings that I've been collecting for this whole time? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, actually, let's let's do something. I'll feed everybody. Don't worry. I won't make you guys look bad. I'm going to feed everybody with five five loaves of bread and, and two fishes. That's because, you know what, Danny? Yeah. To so God, beautiful. even the riches mean nothing because the riches are His. Yeah. And 
You know what I mean? He just he cares about our heart. In yeah. every in every single part, we can see that he was such a good brother. Even mm-hmm. even for example, he tells he tells now nah, that nah, we're just getting into Jesus, right? But <laughs> honestly, but Jesus is the best brother, so that's why I think it's great. But yeah. Jesus comes and tells his apostles, goes, get on this boat. And go to point go to point B. I'll, I'll see you guys there. And he goes up to a mountain to pray, right? And it says what that the boat comes and there's like a there's like a huge storm and everything goes there. And who's there in the water? Peter. Not Peter. Jesus. Well, Jesus. Jesus. Sorry. Jesus then was Peter. there. Yeah, then Peter. Another. 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 Um, another story. It says that he's sleeping. Jesus is sleeping. And there's another storm in the boat. And they're all going. Oh my God! What's going? And then, and then it says they go, they go wake him up, and he's like, "Why are you guys all worried?" It's like men of little faith, right? Yeah, he's like, "I'm Dude. right here. Why are you guys worried?" And I think like yeah. his next move is so thug. He just like speaks to the wind, and yeah. and, and, it's like, yeah. and I'm just saying, I'm just saying. <laughs> I think I think the the thing what I'm trying to say is this: doesn't he act like he doesn't he act like a big like the best big brother? Right, he does. like he does, right? Like when you need when you need somebody to come through, despite that you've been the worst person, who do you look to? You look to a family member. You look to a man. Yeah. Uh, you know, somebody needs to come through for me, and that's who he was. Despite the fact that even honestly, he, I can honestly all the stories come to for me for me uh, to me in my mind about Jesus, and all of them just point back to he's a good brother. For example, there's another guy that goes, Jesus, let me follow you. He says, Are you sure? Because even the Son of Man doesn't have a pillow, doesn't have a place to rest his head. That means that while his apostles were sleeping on the floor, do you not think that somebody offered him a bed? Being the Messiah? I guarantee he had houses ready for him. He literally would become bed. He'd be like, wherever you want. Yeah. Please. No, and you know what he did? He was like, oh, I, I this way, with that, with that comment, he said, where the apostles slept on the floor, I slept next to them. Humble. Dude, I would have put all the apostles together. Yeah. But like bed now. <laughs> you 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 would you would think as as a as a human being, like honestly, if you tell yeah. me I'm gonna sleep on the ground, I'll be like, bro, you're you're crazy. Yeah. I'll be honest. Sleep on the couch. Yeah, I'm gonna sleep on the couch, yeah. I'm gonna sleep somewhere. But I just love how how humble God is and yeah. how good of a brother he is and I think that's what we have to be. Danny, and you know it's perfect. I can't say this in English. I don't know how, but maybe you guys can say this. de sí mismo. Like he left behind his glory in order to match us. When honestly, it would not have been necessary. I would have accepted him as my savior, even even with him and his glory. You know, people would have accepted him more like that. But he thought, no, I'm gonna show them. I'm gonna show them what's up. And that's awesome. I was gonna read you guys also First John four twenty, and it says. If anyone says, I love God and hates their brother, he is a liar. For he who does not love his brother whom he has seen cannot love God whom he has not seen. And none of us have seen God. So if we don't love our brother that we can't see and we say we love God, we are liars. Yeah, and that, that verse is probably one of the verses that scares me the most because I think I love God. But then I catch myself not loving my brothers. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, we have some way and, to do. Yeah, and this verse confronts me because... Then you're a liar, pretty much just liar. You can't love you're God if you don't love your brothers. Yeah. You're in darkness. <laughs> so I'm eating grapes. <laughs> that's because I was reading First John, um, uh, First John two nine to eleven. It says whoever says he is in light and hates his brother is still in darkness. Yep. 
Wait, yeah. can you keep reading? I'm pretty sure there's there's one that says like uh, in order to be like in unity, like unity, what it brings is it shows the light. Is that uh, not it? Yeah. So I'm gonna read the the whole. Sorry, okay. I'm gonna fix my mic first. Okay. So whoever says he is in light and hates his brother still is in darkness. Whoever loves his brother abides in light, and him there is no cause for stumbling. But whoever hates his brother is in darkness and walks in the darkness and does not know where he is going because the darkness has blinded his eyes. Uh, that's for First uh, John two nineteen eleven. Yeah, that's yeah. incredible. <sighs> so pretty much, if we're not in unity, we're in darkness, and we're blinded. Yeah, and if we're in darkness, we're not walking with Christ because He cannot abide in darkness. Oof. That's, that's crazy. crazy, yeah. Equally, that's crazy. We honestly, we need, we need to ask God because this is exactly what this is exactly what I'm trying to speak. Like, I even wrote it down here. Like, just, just the treatment as, uh, as how are you supposed to treat your brother? Like that causes even either division or unity. You know what I mean? And that's why, God. That's why honestly, God, God loves everyone, but what He always rebuked was sin. That's what I was telling you. That's not only about saying, yeah, 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 to everybody. For example, here I have uh, Luke 17, 3. It says, pay attention to yourselves. If you if your brother sins, rebuke him. And if he repents, forgive him. Yeah. So imagine, Im- imagine all, just, just, just imagine that he said, if they sin, no, don't accept it. But if he's willing to come back, accept him back. Who are we? Who are we to... To um, to just cast anybody out, number one, number two. Who are we not to forgive when there is so much to forgive? And what does what does Jesus say? How many times should we forgive God? Uh, not God. Uh, should, tell me, uh, our brother. Yeah, our brother. Oh my God, I'm getting. Okay, out. we understood. How many yeah. times have we should forgive our brother? Our brother, seven times seventy. So, honestly, just with that, just with that said, what does God says? Don't be mad at each other. Literally, what is he saying? Somebody steals your money. God bless you. Somebody, you know what, and now, I always say this, but now I think, how many times have I stole without noticing? Go ahead. I, I literally, I was going to say what you're saying, what you're about to say right now, um, that when we have a hard time forgiving our brothers, think about all the things that you would have a hard time forgiving yourself, but Christ still forgives you every single time. You know, sometimes God forgives us for the sins that we've done, and we hold on to it because we are unable to forgive ourselves. So, honestly... Even more so, like let's let's remember that mercy we're shown and show it to others. Honestly, I, I would like to end because we almost have, we have thirty minutes already. It says, it says in First Corinthians eight twelve. This is Paul speaking. It says, thus, thus sinning against your brother and wounding their conscience when it's weak, you sin against Christ. So it's not a sin against the your brother, but sin against your against Christ Himself. But you know, this is this is the key word when it's weak. Therefore, chapter, uh, verse 13, if food makes my brother stumble, I will never eat meat, lest I make my brother stumble. And I used to, I used to say this verse, it says, if, you know, if, if it bothers my brother to, to see me eat meat, don't eat in front of him. But that's not what it says. I've been incorrect this whole time. It says, if, my, if food makes your brother stumble, I will never eat meat. Meaning that you take it out of your diet. You don't do it anymore. Imagine, it's not about him not seeing it. It's just about you making yourself more disciplined for the week. And there's a verse in the Bible. I think I think you have it right. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, Matthew eighteen six. But if you cause one of these little ones Boom. who trust me to fall into sin, it would be better for you to have a large millstone tied around your neck 
and be drowned in the depths of the sea. And dude, I just searched up millstone because I wanted to see how big it is. And look at that, bro. It's is probably this? like half of a man. Yeah. Which imagine tying that around your neck and drop like falling out of a boat. Good luck being found ever. That's, uh, Poor honestly, that's what I'm saying. That. <laughs> Poor man. That's not, look, and I, I think to end, I think we have to we have to understand that there's a lot, guys. I even wrote it down in my notes to study it because I wanted to get a because this is this is unity like that we have to speak about. You know what I mean? And that's honestly, I believe that our the church lacks unity in so many ways. Not just our church. Just I feel church in general. I think believers in Christ just. They lack, for example, uh, I don't say they, we lack, for example, doctrine, we lack love, we lack, just, we lack brotherhood. And I always stay, I always tell God, God, don't let me be like this because I want, I want, I want, when you look at me, you said, Danny, you had problems, but you never wounded one of my weak ones. And I don't want to sin against Christ either because that sounds scary. So, guys, um, this will be the end for our brother's keeper. But remember, guys, that, uh, um, follow us on instagram at redeem la and honestly keep on um keeping on uh because i think that's i, I found that uh that saying i think is so nice because it's like tandem to uh the grind don't stop but um yeah uh we love you guys take care and thank you guys for lending us your year god bless see you next wednesday